Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Thursday life Lynn good for and of course we'll be together until eight old log and uh, we are now honored to be speaking to and uh, that day Elias Shamat and that's good evening to and good evening to the listeners it's always an honor to be here Thank you very much, Ndate. Let's first look at some of the cases that you are busy with and how many people were you able to assist over the past few days? Yes, the estates don't stop. But how can they stop when the people are living this world? The issue is that... Somewhere, somehow, there's always a disagreement. There's always a dispute um, amongst the family members in terms of sharing of the estate. Be it the siblings, if the parents have passed away and they left the siblings, the siblings with the car and the house, they will always fight for those things. Let me say, they will often fight for those things. You know, uh, they will there will be one that says, no, man, that one is married. Um, she's no longer Wahamuabi or she's no longer Wahashamata. Uh, therefore, is not entitled to inherit anything here. Whereas there's nothing like that in, in law. So the cases that we are dealing with were about the inheritance, whereby the siblings will fight over the assets of the family. Like the, if there's an, a, 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 a brother or the eldest brother, who, who automatically assumes that uh, that's his house, that's his car, that's his furniture. Everything that belongs to the estate belongs to him because he's the elder son. And then all the siblings must see where, they, where they're going to go. Even if there are siblings that are staying in the house, they must leave because they are not going to either rent out the property or, uh, or, or sell it. So a case in point is that in this one, um, it's all elderly people, <clears throat> meaning in the ages of 50s to 70s, they are siblings. And we were called in because they were fighting. The other one, who is 70 years old or 21 years old, has already sold the property to someone and has already taken the money without telling the sibling. Okay. Simply because she was left in the house, she was the last born, or she was the one staying in that house at that particular she, time. She is not even staying in that house. She has got her own house. She has got her own family. No, if the property was sold by someone who is staying in the house, I will understand. But this one doesn't even stay there. She strictly sold the property to a businessman for four hundred thousand. And the businessman paid him four hundred and paid her four hundred thousand. Obviously, cash. Yeah, the man was paid into her account. Obviously, mm. without the involvement of um, professional people like your estate agents and uh, yeah, and the lawyers. This one, <laughs> the estate agent was involved. Mm. The estate agent is the one that brought the the, the buyer. Okay. Who knew that the property was on the market? Uh, obviously, the thing, uh, some of the things were not disclosed to the estate agent. 
But when I spoke to her agent, she didn't sound shocked. She was like, yeah, she's got the right to sell the property. It's her parents' property. And she she decided to sell it. So, like, so what? Yeah, I guess I'm going to get a little bit <laughs> yeah, commission. Commission. Yeah. Yes. So but this is what happens when we die without leaving a will, right? Yes. Because uh, I hear many people when they talk about wills, um, saying, "I it, it gets complicated." I mean, to divide the the, the, the assets in the in the estate, for example, to say uh, this eldest child will take the fridge. The other one will take a microwave, the other one will take this, the other one will take a TV. It's too much. So they rather leave it. Even yesterday, uh, I received a call whereby somebody was saying, um, I've got an investment in the bank. And I want to, 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 to like, to, to, to I'll nominate a beneficiary. For in case I die, a, a beneficiary will, will inherit this money. So I said, no, this is not a, a policy. It's not a policy contract whereby you nominate the, 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 the beneficiary. This one is an investment with the bank. The bank doesn't get involved in the inheritances of a family. They are not in the business of uh, looking after, 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 after your, your heirs or beneficiaries. So if you want to do that, you better drop a wheel. He just said to me, no, it's too much. It's too much work. And then he left it like that. So what I'm saying is that that might be if you don't have a will as a listener and you happen to go back to the Lord, what happens to, to your children? Because when you leave, and here they are, they're going to fight, they're going to get lawyers to fight each other. Sometimes they're going to gonna even get hitmen to kill each other for your assets because you didn't divide, it, divide them properly. Like in this instance, so this lady um, looks like fraudulently obtained the letters of executorship, right? She obtained it um, uh, fraudulently because I spoke to the assistant master of the high court who was supposed to issue that letter, and she said, I don't know anything about this. This is not my signature mm. under the title of executorship. So this is fraud. Yes. Okay? Mm. So in other words, that that sale is null and void. So the buyer of the property wants his money back. Mm. And this lady and the agent have already shared the money. They have to repay back. They have to pay back the money, Baba. They have to. And then uh, this other case that you shared, you started with the Shamatla. How do you think it's going to end? Only this one. Yeah, the one that you started with, uh, with the sibling, yeah, one sibling selling the house without letting. Um, his brothers or sisters know about the sale? Well, for the fact that there is a fraudulent um, uh, letters of, of, of executorship, then there's a criminal offense. Mm. Then that means that a 21 year old siblings going to jail. Yeah. The one that sold without the approval of the siblings? Look, if the, if, if the, the letter was well, 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 the letters of executorship or letters of authority was well, 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 was 100% mm. correct. Yeah. Then it's a, bit, it's a matter between the family. Mm. It doesn't involve the, 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 the outsiders like police. 
But the minute you commit crime by fraudulently obtaining the letters of executorship or letters of authority, you are now inviting the police into your house. So that's actually what happened with this uh, 400,000 uh, house What they did was that, um, obviously, the, 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 the seller, who is this lady, paid the agent the commission. Okay. So the commission, the agent went her way, and then she went her way. But then, obviously, again, the, 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 the agent is also in trouble because mm. that, is the, that is against the code of conduct. Okay. So they might lose, so, uh, they too can face jail sentence or they can uh, uh, lose their licenses. The, the agent might lose um, her license. All right. For operating as, a, as an agent, yes. Okay. Now what happens to the money? Well... My money, I bought, well, I bought the property. I thought everything was legit. So you guys uh, was not actually involved in your um, shenanigans. So here I am, I just spent 400000 what will happen to my money? Can I get it back? So the thing is that uh, if it is still there, the gentleman is going to get his money back. But if it is not there... If, if, even if it's not all of it? Yeah, so because, because um, that one, uh, we didn't have anything to do with that, that side. Okay. Yeah, we were involved because of the uh, unlawful selling of the property without the siblings knowing. So we were caught in by the siblings. All right. Now yes. let's let's talk uh, about um, accidents. That uh, the incident that you witnessed recently, I saw it uh, on your Facebook page. You shared it uh, this afternoon. What happened there? Two drivers were driving on the road, and the two cars collided. Right? Yes. Like on on the stop sign. The other one didn't stop at the stop sign, jumped the stop sign, and collided with the car driving in the opposite direction. So, the one that was in the wrong considered that he, uh, he was in the wrong. He, told, he apologized to the other driver to say, I'm so sorry, I'm the one that's in the wrong. I'm so sorry for, 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 for damaging your car. Okay. However, I do have an insurance comprehensive cover on my vehicle. You can claim from my insurance for third party. And then the police came, took, a, took statements from both of them, and then obviously there was an accident report that was compiled. Fine. So, when the driver whose car was collided into Claimed from the insurance of the guilty party. The insurance says, no, we're not going to pay you. Actually, we must be claiming from you. You are the one who, who, who bumped our, our client. Do you get that? Yes, yes. So now, the, 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 the claimant says, you are client. He didn't stop at the stop sign. I was in the middle of the road when he jumped the stop sign and collided into my car. And he he considered that to that. And he even wrote a statement confirming that. And he even said, I must come and claim from you guys. Now you are telling me that I'm the one that bumped him. Where were you? Because both your client 
security party and the accident report back my story. The insurance that you're not budging. You are the one that bumped our client. So now this uh, aggrieved uh, client came for us. Well, it's a pretty easy case, right? It's a pretty easy case. Uh, just, I just wanted to highlight to the people that uh, these things do happen. Like, for example, you ask yourself, do these people at the insurance even know the door of the church? No, they don't. They just want your premiums and they don't want to uh, pay you when you are claiming. But, but imagine if it was you. Mm. You, know, you know that that person uh, is the one that uh, damaged your car. Yes. And he accepts and confirms that he's the one that bumped your car. Mm. And then when you claim from his insurance... His insurance and, and I'm sure that, that even the police that. came and took the statement, right? Yes. The photos and, were taken, everything was yes. taken, because right now you can just use yeah, your, your phone. The scene yeah, of accident no. was taken, I mean, pictures off and all that. Everything corroborates with the complaining statement. Mm. But the insurance just says, no, it's not our client, it can't be. It's you who bumped him. Imagine. And then what must be done under such circumstances? You don't even have to weigh, argue with them, uh, do you? No. That one is, is, is a straight uh, ombudsman case. Mm. So I don't understand the state ombudsman case. So what we did, uh, we sent it straight to the ombudsman to say, can we sort this case out? If they don't want to uh, to partake in the industry, they must just leave the industry. Yeah. They must they mustn't be here to rob people. Yeah. That's a daylight robber. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, we just have to wait and see if the the ombudsman does have uh, teeth. <laughs> well, the one for the short term insurance, yeah, has has got some teeth. Oh, that's good. That's good news there. Talking about that, yeah, I was taking to another ombudsman. Yes, last week. Remember, mm. I told you that I was going to meet the ombudsman. Yes. Then I was criticizing him about how he deals the cases. Yeah, so then, what mm. happened was that, um, he said to me, this is a true story. Mm. He said to me, look, when you go to the industry and go and beg for money, mm. because remember, we are self-funded. We are not funded by the government. We are funded by the industry. So in other words, the banks are funded by the, I mean, the, the, the banking boot is funded by the bank. So you can't, you can't, you can't buy the end that feed you there. Yes, the credit input is, is, is funded by the, by the, uh, by the credit bureaus. Yo. So now, when you need money, like at the end of financial year, mm. which is March, now come April, mm. you go there and beg for money, for your salary, mm. for the whole year. <laughs> and then they ask you a question. This is this what they ask you. So we must give you our money. To come and investigate us. He said, other thing. He said, no, 
honestly, I'm not going to investigate you. I'm just going to take the, the complaints from the consumers and refer them to you. And however you reply, then I'm going to send that to the, to the consumers. They will see what they do with it. So that is as good as not having an ombudsman in that sector? Yes, because the, because the ombudsman is compromised. We don't have an ombudsman in that sector. That's a fact. It's true. At least there are at least there are two ombudsmen that I know for a fact. But there are two Yeah, because I mean, uh, how can you investigate your own employer? You know what I'm saying? So now, because now we don't have the ombuds on that sector, uh, in that sector, that what must we do when we have problems with those uh, um, indus- with that industry? Ah, you, can, you come to us tomorrow. We will help you. That's okay. what we do. Yeah. But because because the reason why I had this conversation with this ombud was because some cases were pretty pretty simple, mm. pretty easy to resolve. Yeah. But we're not resolved there. So I asked the ombud, how comes that you didn't resolve this complaint? And and I'm sure some of the cases are uh, are sent to you, Baba, <laughs> so that you can be able to assist. No, no, no don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. Yeah. Because one day a consumer, and it happens quite often, a consumer calls me. Mm. A consumer has got a problem. Yeah. Now, when a consumer has got a problem, tell me the problem. So instead of us charging the consumer. When we hear the part of the consumer, you know, we don't want to just earn money for nothing. Mm. This is an easy case. Let's revert, let's refer to the ombudsman. Mm. So now the, the the consumer is on the phone. So I do a conference call with the ombudsman, Mister Ombud. I'm with the consumer here on the line. She's listening as we speak. She has, she has got this problem. Wara, 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 wara. This is the problem. All right? Mm. Can you please admit this consumer? I nearly fainted when the ombud said, Oh, I know that consumer. I'm the one that infected you. Nahan, Kabang, you. At least he was, he was honest. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but but then we don't need we don't need them if they can do the jobs that uh, they claim they, they're able to do. Yeah, remember the 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 ombud um, ombudsman. Do you know why they call themselves ombud? No, no longer ombudsman. Okay, because it's not the women who are ombud. Hmm. So now, this term ombudsman comes from New Zealand, right? Yes. It is not gender based. Yes. Whether you are a lady or whether you are a gentleman, you are an ombudsman. Mm-hmm. It is not ombudsman. Ombudsman. Oh, it's man. Yes. So, Ronald, we want to genderize everything. Okay. Yes. So now, the ombudsman here... Ombudsman. Yes. I'm correcting you there. <laughs> so, now... If you are an ombudsman, mm. you are not statutory, meaning you are not working for the government. Yeah. You are somebody who gets hired. By the way, you have never seen the position of ombudsman being advertised, have you? 
their positions are not advertised. Mm. So they are posted, they are handpicked. You are invited to submit okay. your CV. Wow. Then, then, then they invite the other two candidates. Mm. And then three of you, you come and sit before the, uh, sit before the board and, and conduct an interview. Mm. If you agree on terms, because normally they are on five-year contracts. If you agree on terms, on, on, on terms, five-year contracts, subject, subject to renewal, and mm-hmm. the money and everything, then fine, you get a job. Right. So remember who hires you, who interviews you. Are there people who are going, whom you are going to investigate? Mm. Your bosses. You know, the people that you are coming to, uh, to, 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 to investigate, the people that you are going to regulate mm. are the ones that are interviewing you. Yeah. They are your bosses. So now, come financial year end, you have to come to them and give them your, um, your annual report to say, we have received so many complaints. Out of these so many complaints, so many were working clients. Mm. So many came by the phone. So many can find the emails and so forth. You know what does that mean? Mm. It means that now you want you want to say, I want to claim uh, the money for the phone for the emails and stuff like that. Okay. Then you will say, so many complaints have been resolved within such a period. Then you will say, so many com- com- complaints have been resolved in favor of the consumer. Mm. The ones that were uh, resolved in favor of the industry either care providers or service providers or whatever the case may be, where because of maybe lack of understanding of the consumers, not treating the contracts and stuff like that, you give a, a motivation. Mm. So now, again, you, you must say, the, repeat, the repeated offenders, like for example, certain service providers or care providers that, 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 that you, 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 you supervise, I may put it that way. If you see that they are not then you'll make a recommendation that they must be dealt uh, with harshly. Hmm. They must be fined heavy amounts and stuff like that. Okay? That's hmm. a recommendation as the ombuds office. Then after this meeting, you have to go to these guys to go and beg for their money. For your salary. Hmm. And then they say, who are you? <laughs> when I... <laughs> you said you must pay. <laughs> Where do you think the salary will come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do you think I money grow, grows on tree, trees? <laughs> yes. I, I, you, you remember my former boss? Yes. My former CEO? Yeah. Uh, she went to the to the meeting mm. with the captains of the industry. I said, I said don't go there. Don't die go there. Mm. Because you come from the government. Mm. You're a dark in the government. You don't understand the industry. Here, dog is dog. You don't go there if you are not a subject matter expert. No, mm. oh, I want to go. Okay, she went. And then she came back. Then she said, now, now she's yelling at me. Mm. I said, I told you. Because she went there to represent the consumers. And then they were talking about profit. Mm. And then she was saying, you can't do this to the consumer. They said, hey, we fund you. <laughs> Where do you think this man come from? 
because of time. How about more information? How can they get hold of you? Um, on the email info at marefi.co.za info at marefi.co.za actually I'm a square and respond to all the emails tonight because okay. I'm not I'm not available tomorrow. Okay. And then um the phone number is zero one zero one zero nine one zero nine four nine eight two four nine eight two and the WhatsApp number 067 Zero six seven, double two six, double two six, five nine three four, five nine three four. Info at Marefi. Yes. Anybody uh, who has got a burning issue, they can contact us when we drop the phone here. Mm. Yeah, because tomorrow uh, it's hectic. So please, if you've got any burning issue, that can wait for Monday. Let's do it tonight. Okay. Thank you very I'm much. Not, I'm, I'm not All right. Thank Thanks. you very much, Dr. I almost forgot that tomorrow is Friday. My goodness. Yeah. Don't ask me why. But I almost <laughs> forgot. Dr. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Dr. Okay. Dr. Elia and alternatively 067 265934 info at just gone one after seven. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200, 657-AM, your daily companion. You and 657-AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.